Okay. Uh, all right. It has been what four months or something? Is that what you were saying? Yeah, it was like May 9th. So right after Berlin, we had to go through Dream League season twenty, Bali and Riyadh. Yes, sir. All right. Well, let's start from the beginning. How was Dream League? Okay, so Berlin. Obviously, we got top two. So then everything was like looking good for Dream League season twenty. I kind of had this plan that we would take it a little bit easier and kind of use that event as like. Let's say, uh, let's let's say when your team does poorly and you have a good team, they really want to do like well after that. You know, they'll work a lot harder for you. So, um, Dream League happens. We have a boot camp with Shopify, which was really fun. Um, I think like one of the days we play like volleyball and shit. Um, and anyways, we just go into the event kind of blind. We hadn't really scrimmed or anything like that. Kind of just like decided to YOLO it. So for like. Like two weeks, we gave everyone time off because everyone was just burnt out to shit, you know. Um, and then we play Dream League, and it goes not amazingly. I think like I think day one we start like o two against Tundra, we just get worked. Yeah, it's like I don't know, things never really recovered, and our only two o series was like with two stand-ins where we fucked over TSM. But um, we did not yeah, try very hard. You were already eliminated. Yeah, it was just a dick North move. North America down. Yeah, 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 it was just totally a dick move. Um, and not that we're like any teams ever going to throw or anything like that, but like, just sucks to have nothing to play for and fuck somebody else over. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just kind of funny. And then it just tanked our chances. We realized it tanked our chances into get, skipping the play-ins. At Riyadh, which was kind of funny. <laughs> we yep. Literally second to dead last. Um, so everyone was pretty mad. I remember like everyone was pretty motivated at that point, and we really wanted to do well at um, Riyadh. That was just our Bali and Riyadh. It was just funny. Like, um, So Bali Major Bootcamp happens with Shopify, and I'd say the bootcamp went pretty poorly. Like The first day we played Shopify, we straight up got like fucking... Well, whammed, you know, like I'm talking. So we scheduled the best of five against Shopify, um, and it was like we play. We I told Bulba that we would do a mercy rule that if any team was down four zero, the other team could just call it off. Because uh, I don't know how if people watching this know, but the way that like we say best of five is when we just mean five game series. Yeah. You know, like if it's three zero, you would continue to play. Um, it's kind of like when you schedule a best of three against a team, you still play three games. So it's just how we fucking default refer to everything. So Because you're trying to get uh, practice and you are scheduling an allotted time. So yeah. you don't want that like two or three hours. You want three hours of practice. Yeah. So for context, guys, like a draft takes like a solid, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Um, and we started the scrims at 2.30 and dinner's at, at 6. Okay. So two th- we started two thirty, dinner's at six. First game I remember we should have won. We were up like five k to eleven minutes, but like we fuck up like five fights in a row. Then we're like pretty tilted. Second game a little bit longer. Third game I think we lost in like twenty minutes. Fourth game we lost at like fifteen. Like altogether they forward us from at two thirty we started and we were done like five fifty or something. Like we we lost like. 
four games in less than three hours. It was pretty bad. <laughs> Your motivation must have been really good. You guys got fucking dead last in Dream League, and then you get stomped to shit by Shopify Rebellion, who yeah. has not really been that good of a team this year. No. Um, honestly, in scrims, though, they were incredible. And, you know, um, I saw a lot of people, just to kind of go back on Dream League 20, like, I really use motivation from, like... Uh, I really like to read the hate comments sometimes, not to respond to them anymore, but more just like, because I think it's good for me to keep that fire and same for my team. So when people are like, after we had gone like second, like five times in a row and like third at TI, I figured we'd get some respect, you know, be like, oh, they just didn't try very hard for this event. But it's like, yeah, I knew Liquid was going to be garbage. You know, <laughs> Nisha will never win anything on this team. So all this, you know, garbage trash that you read. Then it's like, uh, you go into Bali with a lot of like fire. So I'm looking at our scrim results. Then we played EG or Shopify again. Get rinsed again. Get rinsed by Beast Coast. I'm thinking Parker's the best player in the world or some shit. Like I was like, oh fuck me, dude. Like life is just bad. And then the final day, we finally kind of turn it around and we actually beat Shopify. Um, and so like we're kind of figuring things out. You know, that's that's how it's looking. Okay, we're kind of figuring things out. Yeah, so then we yeah. go into Bali and we just fucking like crush everybody during groups. Like I, something I really like about my team is like we start the group kind of slow. You know, like we play against like I think we started against Shopify and we went like 1-1. Wasn't the best result, wasn't the worst result. Keep in mind we thought Shopify was like the best team in the world, you know, cuz we're just beating our asses. Yeah, yeah. So we're like, "Oh, going 1-1 against them is okay." Then we 2-0 like I think we played Blacklist or something. 2 Blacklist. Then we just, like, the ball just keeps rolling. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we 2-0 Aster, yeah. we 2-0 Execration. Like, everything just feels easy, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, you do all like, the team spirit the next day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then we get first in our groups. We're memeing. We're like, do we take Gladiators or LGD? I wish we had taken Gladiators. Like, I'd say, I don't want to call out anybody, but I pussied out for sure. But my team. Yes, we we talked about it. Yeah, and some other people, people that I talked to all agree that you guys had the momentum, so therefore you should take. Yeah, we should have done it. The picture. We should have done it. Yeah, we 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 learned from that mistake. Don't worry, <laughs> no no spoiler <laughs> alerts. But we we learned our lesson. So then, um, we get first in another group. This is like the fifteenth time we got first in groups, which is I think pretty consistent. You know, mm -hmm. um, in our group we think that. No one is that amazing, is the one thing. We just think our group's kind of bad, actually, which yeah. um, more or less turned out to be the case. Like, we I don't did. know. You, yeah. you can kind of just feel it sometimes that a group is kind of bad. You know, we're just like, okay. Um, then the bet boom shit happens because we're getting ready to mentally play bet boom. Okay, wait, I skipped the step. We play LGD. Um, we have a really good strat against LGD. Then game two, this fucking Primal Beast fucking Donkey Kongs us. <laughs> and we get worked. Yeah, that, was, that was the one strategy that PSG LGD looked really good on. Was yeah. They gave nothing to say. Primal Beast. They, let they, this guy cook. Yeah, they just let him cook. And they all fucking jump on his back and ride their way to victory. Yeah, and in game three, they did some crack stuff. <laughs> I think I'd run over. <laughs> like, okay, so... Feeling pretty good. Mother carry was that the one? Yeah, yeah. yeah there was like yeah. no shot, dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> they had like no stuns. Okay, so we're feeling pretty good. 
and we were like, okay, which I mean, the thing about LGD and Gladiators is like, there's just no way we were gonna lose to LGD. There's, just, I'm sorry, like China, but there's just absolutely no shot. I know it looked like a two-one, but the series, I promise you, wasn't close. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we thought, take the freebie. Then we see the bed boom shit. We're only focusing on our side of the bracket right now. We see the bed boom shit. Actually, we look at Aster and we kind of laugh because they had lost like ten best of threes at that point. Like, Sumail's our boy, but we thought that was kind of funny. And it's always, like, two ones. It's not like they get blown out, you know? It's just like... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They lose unfortunate two ones. Uh, anyway, so then we see the bed boom shit. Let me just say, the atmosphere in the event was funny as hell when the bed boom stuff was happening, like, live. Then we get accused of, like, cheating. Like, somebody had said, I think it was some mistranslation or something because she apologized to us immediately. But, like, the Nine Pandas... Um, CEO, I, I don't really remember Ganina's role, but she said that, like, we left our rooms during a pause because our admin was sleeping. Uh-huh. I was like, that that never happened. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is a pretty extreme, like, like getting on the, like, fucking, fucking Spotify and Twitch and stuff. Like, leaving your room is pretty extreme. Yeah, I mean, we... We told them they could check the video logs and like the hotel logs. I was quite confident. And then the tournament organizers were like, We're not sure where that came from. Like that and I was like I was really confused. You have no idea. It's like I was just getting flamed and it's like I got so many fucking tweets saying like hypocritical bastards and all this shit from like a bunch of random accounts and I just read on Reddit. I, I mean I still keep in touch with Reddit even though I don't really post there anymore. Because you kind of have to in this job. And somebody's like, Where, why did you fucking leave the room? Like, how is what Team Liquid did okay? And I'm like, what do you mean? How is what we did okay? Like, we didn't do anything. I asked my yeah, team, I was I'll, like, did I'll, you guys I'll just fucking honest. leave the room? I, I felt like the... that There, there was a... I, I felt like there was a concerted effort by a certain group to just spray as much shit around as possible. To be like, well, other people were doing it, you know. We were Yeah. Uh, so Honestly, it was, it was, it was really fucking confused. Like, I was really confused where this was coming from. Like, and if you want to know my thoughts, I feel bad for the kid. And I think intent matters to a certain extent. But at the same time, like, you did all tap to watch a fucking stream. Like, in the middle of a pause game. No matter what. Like, I don't... It's not like a mistake thing. Like, it was obviously just a really fucking stupid thing. But it's kind of like if you hit somebody with your car, like you didn't mean to, but you know you fucking did. Yeah. Like, it, in my mind, it's I know people will say, well, like nobody was physically hurt, but like in terms of game competitiveness, let's say you did like the equivalent of like getting a DUI. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's pretty fucking <laughs> yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fucking bad. Uh, I heard this thing that like there was also some rumors where that like. All the teams were supporting like Betboom or something. Like, let me make it clear. Like, we just stayed out of this shit. But my personal thoughts were if that happened to my team, I would be very frustrated and upset. Even though it didn't directly affect the result, still a fucking stupid ass thing to do. Mm-hmm. Wait, well, you would be frustrated with your team or with you would be frustrated with getting. Oh, okay. I, I would say, what the hell? I, I might argue for a similar thing myself. I don't know. It's just 
it goes against the tournament rules. I think the only thing that the tournament organizer did was like being so wishy-washy. Yeah, there's a, a, I think this very frequently happens with these Valve tournaments because there's not a Valve person on site. And every single time the tournament organizer wants to contact Valve, I've been there through so many of these situations where they're like, we're trying to contact Valve. Because nobody wants to make a move and be wrong because then you're just going to get slapped down by Valve, you know? Like, they'll mm-hmm. hit you up, like, 24 hours later and be like, well, that was a dumb fucking decision that you made, you know? And it's, But you have to make a decision. Like, every yeah. single time. Nobody wants to make it because they're afraid of being wrong because they don't necessarily, like, they aren't the ultimate power, you know? And so they're running a Valve event. Yeah, they but somebody cheated. Valve in time, and so you have to make, you have to do it. Yeah, somebody cheated. Didn't mean to cheat, but cheating is cheating. And that's just the rules. Yeah. People trying to equate it to the Spotify shit are just dumb. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's a very different situation. An admin telling a guy that he can use Spotify versus a guy just alt having like, come on. Okay. So then we get to the Tundra series. I was way too overconfident. Yeah. Against Tundra. Secondly. And not as an excuse, but like if you see our second draft, we pick like Necrophos and all these random heroes. Yeah, uh, our sound was not working. On so, um, there was a left booth and a right booth, and every team that played on the right booth that day lost. <laughs> yes, you could make the argument that like better teams and all that jazz, but like the booths were just there was a better booth. There just was uh... straight up a better booth. Eventually, they ended up fixing it, but like Zai was really mad. He was just like, what am I supposed to do with this shit? You know, like, I can't hear anything. I was just like, okay. You know, like, the better booth just kept winning. Like, the better booth won all four series. It's like, LGD beat Azure Ray, Nine Pandas beat Beast Coast, like, Tundra beat us, Gladiators no, beat No, it Quest. was uh, Quest LGD, uh, wait, July 7th? Yeah. Uh, it says July 7th was, oh, sorry, I'm on West Coast, so I'm I'm getting the times mixed up. Never mind. Uh, You're good. So, anyways, some dumbass shit. Like, I, we just laughed. You know, like, what can you fucking do? But you can't, like, tweet out saying, like... Because it just looks like fucking Johns. And, like, you're making excuses. Yeah. But, like, let me just say, guys. I have no reason to lie at this point. Um, aside from maybe I, our team looks better and it excuses the loss. But <laughs> let me just make it clear. Like, I don't want to take it... Because you don't want to take anything away from the enemy team. Like, Tundra played great. But at the same time, like, we did crush them later on. And it's not like a lot of things changed. So I'm just 100% clear. Yeah. Uh, AY is a great player. Like, fucking loads of respect for that team. I, I, I honestly love that team. But, you know, it was pretty bullshit that we just couldn't hear each other. And everyone was just mad and tilted. So after that loss, pretty salty. Then we then Nine Pandas was kind of mad at us because they said, what the fuck, guys? And I was like, what do you yeah, mean? Yeah, we are and supposed to get like, an easy layup on Tundra. Like, what the fuck? Uh, uh, Ramsey's straight up just said they hate playing us. Because this is like the fourth tournament in a row we've knocked them out. Oof. Like, if it wasn't for us, I feel like Nine Pandas would get really far. Uh, so yeah, we play them game one. They crush us. My team's not tilted at all. We're like, okay, we're going to get their asses. Then game two and three, we just absolutely fucking like mixtape them. You know, like, oh my god, did we... We did some dirty stuff to that team, you know? Yeah, the 23-minute game, 27-minute game. 
Yeah, that's yeah. pretty intense. Then we play Quest. Um, God damn, this team is annoying. Uh, let me say something about Amar on a side note. Like, when people say that, like, Quest didn't need him and stuff like that, Amar the fucker might be the single most annoying single player to draft against, like, ever in Dota. It's yeah. it's kind of bullshit, because, like, you gotta just pick your fucking poison against this guy. Like, it's just insane. I'm not saying the rest of Quest isn't bad. Because that's like the takeaway everyone makes that he he's like the entire team. That's also incorrect, obviously. But it's that he just raises your floor like crazy because you're always at a drafting advantage with this guy. Because there's just certain things teams can't do against him. You know, like you know you know how fucking stupid it is to go against a guy. You know exactly what he's gonna play. There's no pocket picks. You know, there's no like or out of pocket picks, like there's no random hero coming out of nowhere. You know, like everything he does, he's going to tell you. You know that yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. he's going to do it. He, he says, "I'm going to play Timbersaw, Broodmother, or Mars. Take your pick. I'm going to play one of those heroes." Yeah, it's kind of just—it's stupid. He—we call it blackmailing. Like, you know, he's telling you he's going to do something. Like, he's like, "Well, if you don't ban it, I'm going to pick it." You're like, well, well, that's kind of stupid. Like, shouldn't you consider other situations? Nope. It's like if you don't bet, yeah, I'm gonna pick you're it. You're gonna get counterpicked, though. It's like, please like, <laughs> listen to reason. He's like, no, no, I'm not. So you know, do your shit, but you're gonna lose. And then you're just like, please, Avar. <laughs> like, actually, you know what's crazy though? I don't know if they could have kicked him if they had won this series, because then they would have probably beat Tundra, if I'm honest. And then they would have been like top two, and then the contract shit would have been resolved. I feel sure. one way or another. Um, because I don't think Valve would just allow them to say like, "Okay, you're no longer a part of the team." You know, I think they would force some level of resolution there. So yeah, some weird dynamic effect. I was pretty excited for that series though. When I saw the comeback happen, I was like, "Holy shit, we're doing it again!" And then we had a lot of momentum. Had a good series against Tundra, uh, crushed them. Uh, game one, game two was a bit closer, but still got the job done. Then finals happens. Um, so a lot of people. Don't know this, but like at Berlin, we only had about half an hour to get ready for Gladiators. Mm-hmm. Like um, the series ends against whoever we played, Nine Pandas, and then they told us we had an hour and a half. But what ended up happening is we had to use the first because we we had to eat food, you know, like we hadn't had lunch or anything. I got like yeah. everyone was hungry as shit. Um, so then game two, like we just had no time to prepare against Gladiators. We felt very, very unprepared and kind of shit. Uh, you know, we ab- just, about that. Game of Gladiators has their hero pool is notoriously one of the lowest um, yeah. at most of these events. So I feel like to some degree you already have some idea of what you're going up against, right? Or or is that not the case? Was is there something different about going into the the finals? Sorry, the end part. Uh, just the like is I I feel like you would already have a game plan. For, no, because since they're already a, a, a low hero pool team, it's kind of like you think about things one thing at a time usually. Like, okay, it's not like we're like we're gonna get to finals, and so we'll play Gladiator. So we should start looking now. Um, we were just like, okay, we'll deal with it one step at a time. That was like our entire thought process this year, you know, because getting to a finals is fucking hard. I know everyone thinks it's easy. I promise you, it's fucking not. Um, <laughs> so this time at Bali, we were given a lot of time to prep. Because at Berlin, I'm telling you guys, half an hour. 
And then we had to do the walkout ceremony, you know, the giant violin thing. Yeah. And then they gave us like 25 minutes after that. But like you're on stage at that point. You can't really do draft prep. You know, at that point, you're just kind of rolling with like people are doing their setup. And you just yeah. roll with whatever you can roll with. Um, this time in Bali, we were given a lot of time. A lot of time. Um, so then we felt very good, at least for three drafts. So draft one happens. We felt pretty good, like prep one well. Then the pause happens. Um, I don't know what would have happened, honestly, like if the pause didn't happen, but like their team admitted it was kind of shitty. Like it kind of stops the game. And like it, it's not a guarantee that we would have won. I'm not saying that. That would be like, that's just a dumbass statement. But like, I would have liked to have seen what the game looked like played out normally, if that makes sense. You, you guys have been on the other side of that scenario. If I yeah, recall. with the OG. You guys, yeah, you guys had a very long pause and then you turned the game around as a result. Yeah. That's kind of why I didn't tweet about it or anything like that. That's why I don't really tweet about like when we, in my mind, get fucked or something. Because it's like, it'll happen both ways mm -hmm. a lot of the times, if that makes sense. So to be arrogant, to just assume that it only plays out against you is like stupid. It's frustrating because it's against Gladiators, a team that like, we've been to this like summit so many times. So like, it's also like, I don't know. I feel it's disingenuous to portray it as like, oh, we get fucked all the time when... It's helped us in high-pressure moments. So how can I really be... That's sometimes just the way the pendulum swings. And yeah. they they are the better team, very fucking clearly, at this point. So, you know. Um, a funny story about that game, though. I was sitting with CY, you know, and we're just watching the game. Me and CY watch the games together. We're very friendly. Um, and so we're just kind of taking it all in stride. And then uh, the pause happens, and we're by... I don't want to name the person, but we're by the tournament, one of the tournament organizers, uh, the guy like running the event. Mm -hmm. And up to this point, we've had a lot of problems at this event. Like the headset's not working, like I said in the Tundra series, like just delays, internet issues. Like I was just fucking fed up. And then this happens, you know, and I'm just, I'm fucking frustrated because it feels like we tell them that something is wrong and nothing changes. So then I just, I decide to say, because I'm not talent anymore, I don't have to, like... This is the first time I'm actually kind of an asshole, I'd say. Because most of the time, Team Liquid, we try to be very easy to work with. And the story doesn't make me look good, but, you know, it's just a funny anecdote, and I was stressed. And so hopefully people can have some measure of, you know, uh, what is the word? Empathy? Uh, yeah. But I decide to say out loud to see why this event is dog shit, just like that, <laughs> into the air, you know? And he clearly hears me and he just pretends to not like hear me say it because I think he thinks it's awkward because the game is just paused. And I'm just like, no one else is there, by the way. It's just CY, me, and this guy. So it's not like I'm trying to flame any of the staff. I'm just flaming him in particular, yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah. I'm just saying this event is dog shit. And it's like the first time I felt bad. I should probably DM and say something, but um, I just wanted to get my displeasure about all this stuff across, which I could have done in a much healthier way. But I feel like we tried that and we were trying to be very like productive and it just didn't really go anywhere, but it's still not appropriate at all. And I regret that um, because it my emotions kind of slipped. And CY was very gracious and he was like, yeah, that really fucking sucks, man. Um, but anyways, game two happens, very back and forth game, very cool. Then game three happens and we get worked and it kind of breaks our spirit. You know, we get worked in 21 minutes and then game three or game four is just kind of an afterthought. Yeah. Um, so we lose another final. So gladiators were like, oh, fuck us. Um, 
And I tell my team I'm really proud of them and that, you know, we're going to fucking get these guys soon. And I want to say right after we lost that series, instead of going to the after party, we start brainstorming on how we're going to beat them. Like if we run into them again, because we're like, we're probably going to run into them again at Riyadh. And so me and Zai and Nisha and Mickey and Aiden and Aboxy, at various points, people came through my room before we went to the after party and we just brainstormed. Mm-hmm. Um, how to beat these guys because like you said it's like they're doing the same thing over and over again but they're incredible at it probably the best i mean at this point the most consistent team in dota ever in a season right yeah um no matter how ti goes at this point it'll still be you can't invalidate their run let's say uh and we just grind at it you know we're just talking about we're like we need to do this we need to do this we need to do this like and we're like yeah this didn't work so we have to like focus more on this um, and I don't want to give away too much because it's strategy talk, but let's say that we felt like we kept playing their game and their rules, and they were just better at it than us. Mm. You know, like, uh, yeah, just it felt really bad because every single time the series looked the same, and we're like, we can't just keep doing this over and over again. Like, we have to kind of break it up because we've seen what this looks like, and we're just not as good at them when it comes to doing this specific thing. So yeah. we have to break up, like, how we view things and that was the beginning of the uprise let's say <laughs> um okay, okay so bali happens week boot camp nothing interesting happened there um then we go to Riyadh. we have to do the play-ins um let's see um i i don't know how much i will say about saudi and like the views and all that jazz uh i'll say I guess based on our statement that people will have seen and everyone said like we got paid for that statement. We didn't, by the way. Using the hashtag Riyadh Masters thing was like a visibility thing. I don't think I know people saw the Richard Lewis thing, but I believe our CEO and him worked it out and our we like it was just a weird situation. Nothing was untoward, let me just say. People were saying no. like corporations gonna corporate, but the oh, okay the so so I, I i actually just talked about this with joey the so i know there was a pool of money basically for the teams that yeah. was divvied up based off of their social media outreach yeah uh, using the the hashtag so that that was my biggest criticism was because, like i feel like you know you, you like you donate the money i i i was fine with all of that <laughs> but then, then you guys kept on tweeting about it with the with the hashtag, which I assume meant you were getting a a pool of that money. Yeah, yeah, uh, that part I can't speak to because I don't okay. really genuinely do not know like the logistics of that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we're we're asked obviously to tap tweet with the hashtag Riyadh Masters, but I'm just saying with our statement in particular. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, I'll just say that I do support like the ideals that liquid espouses and when people say like you're a fucking hypocrite do you say this shit when you're like in america yeah i don't like america either dude like i've criticized america like at every churning point you know i vote blue like if anybody didn't know where my political leanings are i'm democratic uh quite staunchly so um you know i'm very much for social reform and all that jazz and then so when people say like Oh, Liquid's a hypocritical team and stuff like that. I promise you, it's not like that. And when people say, like, do you guys say anything when you play in America? Like, yes, we actually did. When we, did it, when we played in Texas, we donated 
I believe, our prize pool from whatever league tournament we played to some abortion shit um, mm-hmm. during that time period too. So it's not like we're inconsistent. Um, I remember I was told by quite prominent people at the event that what we did was wrong and all that jazz, but I don't know. I still kind of stand by it. I understand the criticisms and those are valid too, but I just want to make it clear where you know my things stand. With that being said, I do think we were treated with a lot of respect and nothing was untoward and it didn't feel like there was any retaliation or anything like that for our statement. I can say mm-hmm. that confidently too, like both of those things exist and I did feel like we were treated well. Um, so, you know, we'll just leave it at that because saying anything else just make me feel ignorant. I mean, I'll, um, I'll just add on to it that... Uh... I think we went from Bali to uh, Riyadh. Let me just say, Southeast Asia and Arabic hospitality, very high tier. Very high yeah. tier. Uh, I can't really speak to the politics of the thing, uh, nor do I really want to on a casual podcast like this, but I'll say the people themselves that lived in the region and stuff like that were nothing but unfailingly nice. Like, there's this guy named Face who drove Chloe and... The tournament organizer told us like five hours before we played that we had to have in-ears. Five hours is an exaggeration, but like 12 hours before everyone had to play, some teams it would have been like eight hours. They're like, oh yeah, Yeah. you guys need in-ears. If you don't have any, you got to buy your own. So good luck with that. And I know people, when they hear this, that are like, oh, esports gamers are entitled. Why wouldn't you just bring in-ears? Because normally they provide them. And it's not just that they provide them. It's that they hadn't said anything to this point. If you told us like a week before the event that we need in-ears, like, yeah, we can just go buy in-ears. But if you just don't say anything and you're like, oh, yeah, last second change, you need in-ears. If you don't buy them, that's on you and like you're DQ'd. So good luck with that shit. It's kind of like, what? What? It's like, uh, it's a bit, it's a bit sudden. And because you're in a foreign country, you don't really know where to go. And a lot of people that didn't even work the event were very helpful. Shout out to Face for like driving Chloe and uh, OG's manager. I met him as well. Yeah, I didn't get to hang out with them, which was a shame because we were busy all the time. But, um, you know, I think the culture around that is phenomenal. So that is all. Uh, So we get to Riyadh. It's hot. My God, is it hot. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It is. a. If you've never been here or been there, like it's (laughs) you breathe and you feel like you're breathing in just heat. It just hurts. It's just and it just it burns the inside of your lungs kind of heat um the biggest way i always no described wind. it was the well when there was wind when you got hit by a gust of wind you expect it to be cool because it's so hot and so dry it's actually yes. hotter than the standing air so the wind yeah. is actually like not a saving grace whatsoever which it really takes an incredibly high temperature and incredible dry atmosphere to uh, to do that. Yeah, I will say on a side note, um, I prefer the weather there over Bali because I prefer uh-huh. dry heat over wet heat. Because even though it's a little bit more unpleasant, I don't feel like I have to shower every ten seconds. Mm, yeah, yeah. And also mosquitoes. Oh my god, I got fucked up in Bali. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bali will do that to you. Okay, so we get to Riyadh. Uh, what ended up happening? You get your in-ears. You had to do the play-ins. And... Yeah, the, the play-ins. The play-ins, I thought our group looked pretty straightforward, if I'm honest. 
Yeah, we you felt like the two best teams. Everybody else. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, the playing groups. The playing groups. Oh, sorry. It was like Astronauts. We were quite certain that it was going to be. Oh yeah. That it was going to be Astronauts, and that is more or less how it worked. Uh, we lost game one against Entity, and we're like these fucking nerds. Uh, because it, it was clear that they had like really good prep strats, and they just fucking worked us. Then we got two would and then we just two would everybody else, and that was pretty straightforward. Uh, we got O2 by Aster because they told us that the game didn't matter and we were playing them the next day. So none of that shit had any bearing on anything. Sure. So we were just kind of like, okay. So we decided to clown around. Uh, and I got a lot of tweets accusing us of throwing and stuff, but why would we play them in a serious series that changed absolutely nothing? It didn't even change the group we were going to. Yeah, you guys both went to Group B. We played. We went to Group B, and the dumbest part is we immediately played each other. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> I was very confused at that decision. Um, so we just played four games in a row against them. Uh, so we start off 1-1. Not the best, not the worst. Then we go into a series against TSM where we're 1-1. At this point, I'd say... I don't want to flame TSM, but at some point we were just like, huh, kind of sus. Yeah, frankly, um, if you are losing a game to TSM, it's probably a problem. Um, yes. Uh, if we're just brutally honest here, um, I I mean, we're liquid, you know? We're supposed to be the big bad empire. We're supposed to be crushing these guys. Um, so we're 2-2 two and two at this point. I'd say the mood was tentative. Or, that's the wrong word for this. It was kind of unsettling. Unsettled. Uh, yeah. nobody's tilted but it's kind of just there's things in the atmosphere mm, mm. it's a little bit awkward just a little bit weird you know we say it's fine we go into our series against bed boom we're like we're gonna crush these guys we don't we get 2 would we get absolutely fucking slapped <laughs> let me say i want to call out like bed boom when we were playing against them and their managers out there cheering and like hollering whenever they'd kill us like which okay let me say you can be excited for your team but if we're watching the game together, because that is what happens. You know, you get given one TV. I like, when I watch the game with another team, at the end of it, I'll go like a, I'll do like a, a small fist bump, fist pump. And mm. I'll tell Chloe and Jab's nice. I don't yell during the games because I think it's a little bit crass and a little bit rude to like, there is, I don't want to call out anybody, but some coaches like, scream at first bloods there was an incident <laughs> oh, I've, been, I've been there for those man i've been there yeah i was there for bali for those yeah there was an incident at bali where one coach got yelled at by another coach because he would get in other people's faces and just scream at everything <laughs> first bloods kills like and another coach had to be like can you calm the fuck down dude <laughs> like they weren't even watching the game together i think it was just you're in a shared space is yeah what I'll say. And so I think it's kind of nice to be aware. And I understand that beating us is a big deal, but at the same time, it just gives me motivation. And I was just thinking to myself, oh, well, you know, enjoy this. We'll see where we all end up. I remember telling Chloe that and Jabs. I was like, well, we'll fucking see where we end up then, you sons of bitches. I was pretty mad at that after that one, if I'm honest. Because <laughs> um, you're just competitive and you need reasons to like, was what they did this like crazy egregious thing absolutely not but you know you just need to find it's reasons like to be... fucking i was watching the last dance recently uh that was, yeah. that was like my uh 
that was like I usually try and find something to kind of like get me in the mood for competition. That was that was it for Riyadh. So I yeah. watched the last dance. It was like Michael Jordan just having any little fucking. And I took that any personally. Little, any little slight, and I took that personally. You know exactly. Um, so then, uh, I was pretty mad. Uh, but then we played after Bet Boom. Who did we play? We play Shopify again. Yeah, you played Shopify and uh, okay, another one. Oh yeah, and then all of these wins, by the way. To Shopify and like TSM, the games we won were really bad. Like we should not have won. We should have been mm-hmm. O2'd by TSM. We should have been O2'd by Shopify. So then things are bad. Mood is bad. Atmosphere is bad. We're silent. After the second game, we go outside as a group. Things are quiet. And then I'm pretty mad. Then I believe Aiden kind of calls me out and says like, if you want this shit, then like fucking push for it in the draft essentially he wasn't mad about it he was just kind of calling me out a little bit and saying like you can't be mad at us without for context i felt like the drafts weren't the direction i wanted them to go and he felt like maybe rightfully so that i was kind of blaming them after the fact sure and he was like if you feel this way then fucking push for your ideas instead of getting mad at us after the fact and he was not wrong so then, because it was the, really this good. Has been a thing that I, I know this is not the first tournament you have encountered this problem. Uh, yeah, so I'm newer to drafting, and so it's just more nerve wracking for me to push my ideas. Yeah, and to have like the players themselves put forward an idea and to tell them no, and you want this idea. I mean, that's the like how how long have you been drafting at this point for for liquid, like nine months. Yeah. Um, so he was kind of like, if you guys want less out input, just fucking say it and tell us what you want, but make the drafts better. And that really fired me up in a good way because it wasn't like I took any of his words badly. He was right. You know, we were not holding to our guns and we were just blaming our team. And he was kind of just like, instead of fucking despairing, like, not the fuck up and do your job, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, not as harsh as that. I'm making it sound way harsher. But that's how I took it. In a really good way. Not like in a rude way, but just more like, you know, if you fucking think you're good at your job, then do your fucking job. Let's fucking see what's up. You know, and yep. uh, me and Zai kind of worked at it. Uh, the What we did was we started drafting against each other that night, right after we drafted for hours. I want to say like for... F- two, three hours straight, we just grinded drafts. And Zai just kept seeing problems. And I kept, I was like, just keep drafting. And the way that we did it was I drafted as a faceless, like I would choose a random team and not tell him who I was drafting as. And he would just draft as us. And I said, stop thinking about what we can and can't play and just draft free. And then we started to come up with ideas. I'd say by hour two, they started to look a little bit more balanced. You know, the first two or three drafts, I'd say I just beat his ass. Then... And draft work is really theoretical, by the way, because you're not playing the games out, but you get a sense of it, right? Sure. You get like an idea of what things look like. I'm sure you've seen some drafts where you could just predict pretty accurately, like, this is pretty stompy. Yeah, uh, if if you had to put a number on it, like, what percentage, when you feel confident about a draft, like, how often is it that it goes against your idea? Like not really, not, not that your players play, like they, not when they like yeah. fuck up egregiously, but like literally the draft, like you felt like you were actually wrong about. The, I say like eighty percent of the time, you can tell. 
you that's something went wrong. Like... Yeah. Okay. Um, and most of the time, it's because they forced you away from something you wanted to do. Okay. Um. So, yeah, we just um we just kept getting forced away from what we wanted to do, and it was very frustrating. And we're three and five. Things aren't going well. We need to like we need to win out. Essentially, we need to win our next six games to get through. And I was telling the guys, we can do this, but you gotta really fucking like now is the time to show up. Um, and credit to my team, they fucking showed up. You know, Aiden texted me something which I won't read verbatim, but he just sent me. I don't know. Aiden was really good for me this event. He sent me a lot of positive, good messages just to keep my head up and like to keep grinding it. And I was trying to do the same for him. Um, so then we go to. We, you know, we just make the run from there on out. Uh, the drafts start working out. Me and Zai kind of see things more clearly. Because part of it is like you lose sight of objectivity, in a sense, when you're in the middle of a tournament. And that three-hour draft session kind of gave it back to us, mm. uh, which was really helpful. Like the first draft I did against him, he got stomped and he was getting angrier. He's like, what the fuck do I do? You know, he's getting really upset and annoyed at himself. Then by draft three or four, you know, the way that we mock draft for anybody that doesn't know is like you you draft and you talk to each other and after the draft is done i usually just listen to music while i draft so that i can kind of zone things out um then after the draft me and him kind of discuss where i could have fucked him even harder where he can see angles where he can stop me like there's a lot of uh good hypothetical work and then you know eventually it gets to a really good spot um so, you know, we, we need to win six games. My team fucking clutches it out. We win six games. Uh, we're sitting in the stands with Sunbee. And, you know, again, we're being gracious. We're not trying to scream. We tell them, like, we fist bump. We're like, hey, good, you know, good work. Um, and he's like, yeah. And we are memeing, saying that whoever wins has to play against Gladiators. Um, I believe we played our first stage games. It was like we played against Secret. They were actually a really underrated team at that event. Um. But we've kind of figured out like the Monkey King thing. Then we played against Tundra, who didn't have Saxa, and were kind of hurting a little bit. Uh, to their credit, they made things work. You know, they went a lot yeah. further than I think people expected. Uh, and then we played against Talon, two of them. All good so far, right? Everything yep. good. Now, you know, dun dun dun. Credits. You know, we play Gladiators. <laughs> yeah, your reward for going 6-0 and and making a comeback in the group stage is to face game Gladiators in the very yeah. first round. So, remember what I said that we finally kind of talked about the team? We we were correct. We were going to run into Gladiators. But the thing is, you don't want to be arrogant and, ah, it's a weird bell to out. You don't want to just assume that you're going to play them every time. Mm -hmm. um, which is why we didn't really do it in the previous season. But I felt like after Riyadh, we were like, we we're going to fucking see these guys. So we got to come up with a plan. And boy, did we have a plan for them. Uh, we really felt like we understood something about this team, which I don't really want to say for strategic reasons. But, you know, if you're smart, you can look at the draft and kind of figure out what we learned. Um, but yeah, we kind of figured this team out. Not like 100%, but we knew that we would get them once if we could run a best of three, especially because beating these guys in a best of five is a completely different story. Like I want to give them all the respect in the world, but beating them in a best of three, you, know, you just have to do it any given day. Uh, and me and Zai, we worked and worked and worked at a draft that we felt confident in. Um, and we had good ideas, you know, we fucking parlayed those good ideas into wins. Mm -hmm. uh, Nisha really fucking showed up. 
I want to say he solo killed uh, Armel. He solo killed uh, who's uh, Makoto. He solo killed Quinn. Like this guy just went on a fucking tear. Yeah, for, like, hey, you guys kept giving years. him this fucking mid TA, and he just kept delivering. He was with just it. he was just fucking absolutely fucking new, crater people. I was gonna say nuke because I just saw Oppenheimer, but uh, he's just fucking <laughs> cratered people, you know, left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, we beat gladiators. We're just memeing it up. We're like, haha, fuck those guys. Uh, I want to give an anecdote first, though. Like I said, me and CY, we watch. We're very friendly. I love that guy a lot. I think he's really cool, and he's a really good ad- addition to the Dota scene. Uh, for guys that don't know, he's a Danish guy. Uh, really nice. Not a dry sense of humor at all. Like has an easy smile. Really quick-witted, big fan of him. Like, really massive fan of him. I hate him in the moments, but I I love him outside of the game. Uh, and we keep fucking running into each other. So for the third game, I said, hey, man, we can't change anything about game three. So let's just go get donuts. Uh, there was a Randy's donuts. And whatever happens, happens. When we come back to the game, we'll see what happened. So if we go buy donuts. It takes like, I don't know, 13, 12 minutes. By the time we get back, my team's winning like, 11-0. We're up by like 9k. He's like, what yeah. the fuck happened? <laughs> um, and credit to them, they almost pulled the game back, but end up losing. And I told him, I remember they made me do a video bit after the series, and they said like, well, what if you play Gladiators? Can you send them a message? Like a, you know, like a competitive message that sounds cool. So I was like, if you guys are as good as you fucking think you are, and I think you are that good, then come fucking see us again. Like, do what we had to do every season to come fight you and get an opportunity to fight you. Like, sure. show us your strength. Make the lower bracket run like we Yeah, like, show yeah. us your fucking worth. You know, I kind of, it was like a cool, cool guy moment. Yeah. Uh, they were big fans of that. Uh, so then we move forward and we play talent. Um, let me say once again, I was personally a bit too overconfident against talent. Yeah, you guys have had their number over and over and over again. Uh, so it we beat them with jabs, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty big, pretty big confidence booster, but I I felt like it was also, you know, like you said, it was like Tundra, uh, where you guys, you guys had this streak where you just never lost to Tundra. Right. Yeah. And then that got broken at some point. You guys didn't ever really get challenged by talent. And then you did. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to be 100% honest as I will on this podcast, because it's more fun that way. Uh, which is why you can also trust like the whole headset thing, because a lot of these stories don't make me look good. I'm just telling it kind of how it is, because it's more interesting for me to look back on. Um, I won't. I will try not to like color things to make myself look good, which is why I'll tell good and bad stories about me. Um, and this is one of the bad ones. I was very overconfident against talent. I was mm-hmm. like, our prep was really lazy. I didn't really force a lot of prep. If I'm honest, I just kind of wanted to. I was tired. At that point, because we'd just been fucking drafting every night for endless hours. I was exhausted. You know, I did not have a lot of juice left. Um, and I was just kind of like, oh, you know, this this series kind of my fault entirely, in a sense, uh, in my mind. Because I did not come into this, like, well-prepared at all. And I felt like they were very smart. Mm-hmm. So game one happens, we Iolesh them. Uh, and then we said we don't want to Iolesh them in game two, but some shit happens. We end up ILSing. <laughs> we lose the game. It's annoying because we should have won anyways. It's just bad. In game I, you three... know what's funny? I've heard this from multiple uh, coaches, drafters, 
that like they they are not a big fan of running the same draft twice yeah the same opener twice I so did it's not funny that it. you guys did not want to do it but then i assume we some weird it. band shit happened or, yeah, yeah just okay. some dumb shit happened it happens it fucking happens yeah. uh all bad didn't like it and credit to sunby and those guys uh when i say credit to sunby i have no fucking idea so i don't want to say but whoever runs their strategy i will give good assumption that it's on B, but it would be, I don't want to be like some, no offense, but some random panels like, that coach is the entire reason they do it like this. Um, (laughs) I have no fucking idea what the inner machinations of their team look like. You know, it's like fucking no idea. Uh, But yeah, we fucking squeaked that one. I remember I was watching the game, and I had mentally given up. Then I was back. Then I had mentally (laughs) given up. Then I was back. Then I really fucking despaired. And I was trying to ask Chloe when we would play our manager when we would play next and then the fucking comeback happened and i'm screaming and i want to rush the stage and some lady was like some uh volunteer lady blocks me and she's like you have to go around i was like my team just won a fucking million dollars and i just fucking ran on stage i just ignored her <laughs> and i just kept shouting at zai you're that fucking guy you're fucking him you know you're that fucking dude like you are actually ever you're worth every fucking penny and everyone's forming zai uh let me just say the mood on the right back was terrible they tried to get us into a they tried to get us into a van with talent by the way oh no and we were like we're not gonna do that to them like they need space what we're fucking excited as shit and like they're depressed and zai was not happy with the win at all he said i feel so fucking bad for this guy you know like i have a lot of Zai was very empathetic. He was like, this situation fucking sucks for him. Like, he played so well in this fucking series, and he's going to get flamed and all this shit, and he doesn't deserve any of it. And yeah, that yeah. kind of brought us all back to the moment, let's say. Because, you know, there's somebody on the other side of the screen, and it feels bad, and these guys all fucking work hard. And it, it sucks ass for that to happen, because 23 Savage is a good guy. And he had a moment of joy, and he wasn't like... Honestly, if he hadn't done that, he still might have lost. Oh, yeah, or he yeah, probably yeah. still would have lost. So, like, all of those things, like, yeah, I'm sure he could have taken back a billion moments, but, like, fucking rough. You know, I, we, our team just full on empathied. Not me. I was way too excited. But eventually <laughs> I came down to earth and was kind of like, yeah, you're right. Like, that does fucking suck ass. Yeah, Zai's a, Zai's a king. He is, because he was like, you don't, you can't. We can't, none of us can possibly understand what that's like, he was saying, and that must fucking suck. So, you know, don't like gloat too hard or anything like that. You know, like mm-hmm. we, we got away with one and we should be happy for that. Um, and Mickey was really beating himself up. He was just like, I played like such dog shit. And I was trying to tell him, like, hey man, it's all good, you know. And when we got back to the uh, practice room, Zai and I kind of had a speech with the team. We we're like, listen, the better team doesn't always win. You know, like we all know we got away with one and we should just be happy and appreciative of that and kind of be okay with it. Like, ultimately, we shouldn't be fucking sad that we won. You know, we should be happy, but like still want more. Sure. So then we go into our team series against Spirit. Uh, we knew these guys would give us Dusa just because they wouldn't see 6-7 Dusa coming or 5-8 Dusa coming. We just didn't think they were a Dusa team. We got it. Mm-hmm. Game two happens. We should win game two. We end up losing. Fuck up. Game three, we get stomped. Like, absolutely fucking shit stomped. Mood isn't terrible. It's not great. It's kind of middle ground. 
Um, then we watched the Gladiators talent series until 3 a.m. And it is exciting, Cap. Let me just say, I love Gladiators. I like all of their players. It's pretty well documented at this point that we get along with their team. Before Bali Major, me and Tofu were playing CSGO until 4 a.m. every night together and just kind of chatting about life for like three hours after that. Mm -hmm. We'd stay up until like 7 hanging out. Um, I have a lot of respect for that team. I just went on vacation with Quinn. I just talked at length about how much I like CY. I like all of their players. Celery and I, we often travel because he flies from the Netherlands. We fly from the Netherlands. Really good guy. Ace is just really upstanding, clear-cut guy. Deraccio and I sauna together. Big fans of them. Now, with that prefaced, my God, were we the happiest team of all time when they lost. <laughs> like, when Game 3 was happening, we went from, like, God damn it, like, because Talon were kind of throwing, but then they cleared it up, and oh my God, you have no idea. We were just like, holy shit, a finals without these guys. Maybe we like we can do it. We we can avoid this. This is our time. Yeah, the, the timeline is, is working gone. out. Exactly, timeline's finally working out. So we play against talent. Let me just say, we came in with our ideas are way too good. Like we we did not take them lightly this time. There was no like laziness. This was mm. a we stayed up. I want to say the series finished around like two our time. Like uh, Riyadh time, we stayed up an additional hour and a half, and then I, I stayed up an additional half hour after that to run drafts by myself in my room, and then yeah. I woke up early so that we could run more drafts. Like we just grinded, and I think it really showed in our drafts. Plus, like the, you know, like they're a great team, but I felt bad for them. A we had to do some photo shoot in the morning, which I think they made them do at night because it would have been better for them. But even then, they're probably only getting like eight hours of sleep. Because yeah. you finish so late and you have to get up. You the, the tournament organizer wants you an hour before the series starts. So then they probably had to show up quite early. They're probably riding the adrenaline high. So you're not like, it's not like they won immediately went to sleep, right? They had to travel back to the hotel, debrief, take a shower, go to sleep. That's probably an hour and a half after that series ends. Yeah. So probably yeah. everyone's sleeping at like 4 a.m. Then you have to wake up and leave the venue at like 10, 30, 11. So realistically, they might have only gone like six, seven hours sleep. So they probably had no time to prep for us, whereas we had a lot of time to prep for them, let's say. We had to sacrifice a little bit of sleep, but, you know. So we 2-0 them. Then we get into the Spirit Series. Um, we crushed them game one. Because Zai has some brilliant ideas. Zai and Boxy have a really cool idea. Game two, we should have won, but things go bad. And then game three was a fucking disaster. Um, we're crushing them. You know, we're up like 7k. We have Aegis. Then fight after fight after fight. Um, this is where confidence is quite low. Uh, and I, <laughs> I hear some bullshit all the time about like, oh, I've listened to Blitz's speeches at TI, like, He's some soy boy beta that always says it's okay. Like, I don't. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Like, it was because of your. Uh, I, I believe like it was the game. It was the post game interview where you told them, like, guys, like, you know, we've done a good job here. Like, you know, just have some fun or something like that. Yeah, I am doing like, I just am going through a lot of emotions right now, trying to focus on the games that just happened and trying to be objective. And then they asked me if I do a post-game interview at the last second, which I say yes to, because it's fine. 
then I obviously I can't get across the things that I want to convey in like a 20 second clip with Jenkins and then they just assume and they miss all the other parts like before the game I was telling our guys like guys we can still fucking do this like no sad faces like fuck off with that shit like we're gonna fucking do this and it starts right here right now you know and I'm trying to be as positive as I can because we were a little bit dejected after game three um, obviously I'm trying to like lead the momentum as much as I can but you know they're just the better team like credit to spirit they were incredible um, yeah I don't know I, sometimes I can't really take the community slash Reddit seriously. Um, I know it's... Oh, neither, neither can I. I, I think it's gotten... Yeah. I, I keep saying this. I, I think the community has gotten, like, really weird over the last, like, two to three years. I, I think I it like actually... there's a lot of paranoia and conspiracy theories and really yeah. negative sentiments. And, yeah. I think this is in a lot of the sports forums that I follow nowadays. The idea that, like, if you don't win a championship, you need to blow everything up and everything is bad um i don't know i i feel like when i told my team that i was proud of them no matter what i was i i always tell my team that no matter what happens like i'll still be proud of them and i'll still be their like guy i'm i'm not gonna i'm sorry but like i'm not gonna threaten my players or kick them or you know like i want people to live in an atmosphere that is positive i genuinely i will say i genuinely mean it when like I was proud of them for getting to that point. I wouldn't like them anymore as people if they got first in a fucking Dota tournament. I'm sorry if you want that out of me, but I, I wouldn't care. Mm. You know, I think being consistent and getting this many seconds is cool. I know everyone will say, I, I kept this one fucking guy just kept saying, that's some loser-ass mentality. Like, okay, man, you played like high school sports. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. When you say shit like this, you prove that you're a fucking idiot. You know, like, I I love my team. I'm there with them. I am one of the... I would also point out that uh, what is motivating for people in a competitive environment and the environment they need to flourish is different for yes. every person. So... Whatever, like, I would trust that you know your team and what environment they need to do their best. Uh, you know how many times <laughs> in this year, in a land, we've had to make a deep lower bracket run? And we've staved off elimination game after elimination game? So when you tell me that you've heard, like, one speech that I made, and that was enough for you to determine exactly how our team works. And the well, they didn't even hear the speech. They heard your 20-second re-tapping like, of your speech. <laughs> I have the biggest eye roll. I know it's a meme to complain about the community, but I had so many people I was just like, Coach Diff, Coach Diff, Coach Diff. Like, you have no idea what silence says them. And they were like, they pointed to the TI speech, which is dope speech. But they're like, my team is a bunch of sucking Scandies. You think, like, if I'm like, all right, guys, we can fucking do this, like, go in with a lot of it. It's like, they're going to, no, our team's really chill. And why would I change your that? your war face. Yeah, like, yeah. I just, I, you know, when they were like, this fucking cringe-ass speech at TI, I knew this was a useless coach. I'm like, those are all the speeches I made, by the way. And, like, every time I would just tell my team, like, some memes that it was okay. All the work is done in the draft anyways. So then, like, all of that stuff is just extraneous. You're either the mm. better team or you're not. And they were the better team than us that time. Like, Spirit was really fucking good, guys. <laughs> if I thought my boards yeah, would make, like, a 1% difference, they they didn't. Like, they just outdrafted us, and they were really good at the game. <laughs> uh, okay, like, so, do, do do you think, 
where do you think they won the series the most in draft or in play? Uh, I think Yatoro was just incredible. Yeah, I, I thought would he agree with that. Went, I think that guy's really mode. fucking amazing. I, I don't mean, know. He, he, he was that at, at TI, no doubt. But like, it, it feels like he's like back in that TI form again. Yeah. You know, I just, I don't mean to say like when people say we choked and stuff like that, or like we fucking suck ass. Like, it just feels bad because sometimes, if I'm honest, because uh, I felt like to get to this many finals and make it this far in every tournament is like unheard of. It is a consistency stating, or dating back to TI where we've gone top three at every single land we've participated in. Of course I want to fucking win. Are you kidding me? This is like my eighth second at a major. Like, of course I want to fucking win. But for me, like, I want to be a consistent team first and foremost because going through the dips and dives of a year fucking sucks. Yeah, you, um, you already had to do that before, so... Yeah, just this ass, and I don't you, know. You I, just... that. I remember we were doing the, the COVID. You guys won that fucking ESL1 uh, yeah. Los Angeles online thing. Uh, and, like, you guys actually won a tournament, but then you guys, like, sucked ass for, like, a year after that. Mm-hmm. And so. that, uh, you know, them's the fucking breaks. Um, I don't know. I just... Uh... I mean, At the end of the outside day, though, of I won't... Team Spirit... Uh, and maybe gaming gladiators. I feel like any other team would trade spots with you in a heartbeat. Of course. Yeah, I mean, maybe even gaming gladiators. Ultimately, you guys they wouldn't make. They more wouldn't. Money, There's no but... way. No. There's no way. Okay. I think Quinn said if we had won Riyadh, he might have switched it. Sure. But other than that, like second isn't worth the four hundred thousand difference or some shit like that. Which I would agree. I would switch places with them if I could. So yeah. that's how I know. But yeah, in my mind, like, when people say, oh, I'm so tired of Liquid Gladiators, like, give somebody else a chance. Well, then fucking beat us. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> if you I, don't uh, want to see that shit, like... I was literally just saying, I've never I've never seen two teams hated so much for just purely winning. You know? Yes. Like, just pure... Because you, you can't really... I mean, outside of Quinn, you can't really hate on either one of these teams, personality-wise. Because everyone's Dude. too meek and friendly and nice that like there's very little you could possibly criticize them for so it, it's pure just the fact that they're winning all the time that it's making people angry <laughs> you know what makes me really upset about that i don't really care about us whatever but like when you see gladiators and i feel like you should respect the sheer dominance of that team if that was yeah. a secret or enigma everybody would be fucking breaking their left hand or right hand both hands trying to jerk themselves off and be like greatest team ever made <laughs> you know like yeah, there would be the like goat. a puppy's the goat yeah there'd be yeah. like a collective fucking orgasm of the scene and then it's like a team you don't like so you're like oh it's so boring so predictable but like if it was a team secret for me so impressive the the caliber of skill that this team exhibits <laughs> on a day to day it's like shut the fuck up like you're such an idiot like you could you can do that, or you can just respect what's happening, and it's a cool thing that happened. When people are like, "Oh, the way that they win is so boring," they're so dominant. That's why they win. You think Secret when they were really good in that online period had the most exciting oh games God, of all time? Guys, they just fucking ass. held. That was a boring time. Let me just say, they just uh, held high ground wards and just waited for you to fuck up, and you did. It's yeah. like when they were behind in games. Like, let me just say. I'm not even trying to blame them. Like, there two of my players were on that team. Three, including Matu, if you want to. And I would tell them to their face, that shit was way more boring than whatever Gladiators was doing. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh, well, the way that Liquid plays, you're sucking Death Ball. It's like, okay, man, like, teams have fucking playstyles. Like, what are you fucking... Like, 
what is a fun way to win? Tell me that. Like, what is a fun, quote unquote, fun way to win? Like, yeah, because well, it's I, not I just, the Tundra way. It's not the Tundra way. It's not the game. Yeah, it's not the Tundra way. It's, it's not the us way. way. It's, it's like, it's like, nobody's it, it good enough. It is the team spirit way. Uh, team spirit's exciting to watch. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Watching your no Toro just pop off on people. Yeah. Uh, that loss was kind of hard. I think, uh, I think Mickey probably took that one the hardest. I think he was, yeah, him and Aiden like took that one really hard. Um, but like when people say shit like fucking carry diff kick Mickey, I'm like, are we seeing the same player? Like he had one bad series. Maybe two. Like I, I don't know. You're just stupid. And like we uh, we so, make the game plan around Nisha. So yeah. then Nisha thrives. And then somebody like what player what people don't understand that are casual watchers, and I hate to do this because it makes me sound really f- like an asshole, but I want to defend my player. It's like you don't understand that when we draft this hero in the positions that we do, like we first to it and all that shit, he's going to look worse. Or when he's like our only team fighter stun, he's going to look worse because there's more for him to have to do in these games. And so just fucking like think for a second. And of all people to flame, Mickey is the sweetest guy in the world. You know, he was just upset because he told me his team is like his friends were telling him he was getting clowned on on the internet. And, you know, like, this kid is, like, he wouldn't harm a fucking fly. You know, I've had one problem with him in the entirety of this team. And I told him about it. And he's he almost, like, teared up because he felt bad that he made me feel bad. Then I felt bad. You know, like, <laughs> you just don't hurt Mickey. Like, yeah. Matu knew that. Zai was going to make fun of both of us. And then he's like, I can't flame Mick. So then he just flames me instead. Like, you just... I don't know. It makes me really mad when people flame Mick. Because I feel like this guy has been selfless upon selfless this guy switched his role three consecutive years to do what's right for the team like go fuck yourselves i'll never kick mickey for as long as i'm the coach of this team you guys like if you're on the community and you're like well you'll continue to lose well go fuck yourself i'll always do right by this kid suck a dick suck a hundred dicks i'll I'll say this right now publicly unless like if mickey ever like leaves liquid it's because it was his own choice i will never force him out i will never say a goddamn word he could be the worst player in the world one kmmr and as long as long as like He's my player. He's my player. Well, that's of course the soy boy mentality that uh, yeah. the Reddit expert was speaking of. So. <laughs> of course, but at the same time, like I want to do right by people. Like this yeah. guy had faith in me the entire way through. I will do the same for him. It's not about like being if if that makes me soy boy and not cutthroat. I don't give a shit. I, uh, I mean, there is also something to be said. Your faith has been rewarded. Like he has. He did pop off for you guys during TI. He has gotten Dude, you he guys. He popped off in like five different seconds. Yeah, like like. What I see he, people flame my like team. He is a very good player. Sometimes he has some off tournaments, but yeah. You know. When I see people flame my team, I just roll my eyes because like, it's not just the fact that like we're consistent. It's like they're good guys. Like, you think you think Aiden is like a dickhead that like determines like that you should flame? Absolutely not. Just, I don't know. So I've got I've got a few questions. Okay, uh, shoot it. So both you and Game Gladiators, very dominant teams, best teams of the the, the all around year so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of you guys have a carry player who gets flamed a lot by the community. Uh, what do you think? Like, is there something to do with the the play style that both of you guys have? Something to do with the meta? Uh, like, what do you think it is? I think people are being incredibly reactionary. For, I'll, I'll talk about Mickey first. I think people are being incredibly reactionary when it comes to Mickey. 
first and foremost, um, I think aside from two series, he had a fucking stellar tournament. I think he's actually the reason why we beat. You, you, like, if you don't understand why we beat Gladiators and Talon, um, and why we went on like the six zero run in the beginning, it's because you're stupid and you just genuinely don't understand how drafting works. I'll just say it right there. Like, mm-hmm. we discovered something with Mikey pool that exposed him a little bit more, but opened up the rest of everybody else's. And okay. the problem with Dota is that it's like this. Um, Kuro used to have this saying that not not all three cores can have a good game. One of you fuckers has to look worse. Yeah. You know, like, it's not that you are worse. It's that one of you guys has to look worse because it is impossible in Dota to prioritize all three cores having a good game. It's just not feasible. I just wish some people in the community would understand that. It is like there's just not enough mouths to feed. Like, two people can look good. Two cores can look good. But three cores looking good is really fucking tough. And then what ends up happening I mean, you're in every just team... just outclassing. If, you, if all three cores look good, then you're yes, just straight out precisely. outclassing. You win the lane. Then your team is and... just way better. Yeah. yeah. But in, at, that, at this level, it's just hard to get those kinds of margins. So somebody looks weaker. Some Laurel... Or some like Matu and Old Liquid, like somebody is going to have their game sacrificed. Because there's also, you have to think of supports as resources. There's, these guys can only be in like one place at a time, the two mm-hmm. supports. And so where you decide to prioritize and move these chess pieces is where things will look stronger. So when a lot of the resources are devoted towards mid or off lane, then those players will naturally look better. You know, like, Spirit does a really good job of prioritizing their resources towards their side lanes. So their mid laner is going to look a little bit worse in comparison. That is like a strategy that they have decided to run with. Avery talked a lot about how they would never play, run their supports through Laurel ever. Yes. Uh, Except for Riyadh, he felt like they they started doing that more. And And as a result, he, he looked a lot better. And the way that they ban is also targeted towards making sure Yatora's game is good. Like, that is the point of it, is that if you look at bans, they will tell the story as well of, like, where team, what direction your team is trying to, like, cover for. Who you feel like is going to run, like, the, the field this time around. Mm-hmm. It's not like we think one player is better, we just think it's a meta decision. Like, it's easier to play through XYZ lane for whatever reason, through scrims or something. It's not like we decided, oh yeah, Mickey's worse, so we can't play through our safe lane. And Yator is amazing, so they play through their safe lane. It's just a meta decision that you decide to make. Like, certain heroes work better for your team. And then those heroes are played a certain way through your team. Yeah, and the two teams that consistently made the finals over and over again, both... Do you you feel like you both invested more resources around your bin non-flaners? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so when you're given less resources, the way that these carries have to play is just different. And oftentimes with Mickey, we we put him on like our only initiation, and then it's like he misses a stun. It's like garbage player, garbage player, garbage player. It's like yeah, he, of he's course... playing some aggro. Fucking, he's playing some weird like two or three from the safe lane yes. a lot of time for you guys. Yeah. And then with Diraccio, it's like his team doesn't really like to cover blind space, and he does. Yeah, he, uh, he will just boldly fucking just walk up. push out the most aggressive farm. Yeah, yeah, and then people, once in a while he gets caught out and they're like, oh, fucking trash-ass player. Oh, I fucking knew if they had any other play- if they had any other player telling them that like they had to play through him and shit like that, and that wouldn't walk up those hills, I promise you that team would be 100 times worse. We'd clap them every single time. 
that is what a bad team looks like, guys. When you're trying to give all three of your... I don't want to flame any team, but there's a lot of teams that try and like feed all those mouths. Mm. And it does not look fucking good at all. I could think of one or two, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think we're probably thinking of the same team. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying it looks way worse. And so when you when you type that shit, it doesn't it makes me mad not because like these guys can defend themselves, but it's like you're so fucking ignorant and stupid. Yeah. Anyways, but I they mean, act you with the confidence. Me, like, yeah. Yeah, it's like probably like me, if anything. Like aside from speech stuff, the strategy part, I just didn't cut it in a lot of these finals. And yeah. hopefully I get better and I improve, but like, you know, when you flame my players, like you're stupid. Especially the things that you flame them for. There's like certain things you can flame, but like some other shit is just dumb as shit to read sometimes. It's so, kind of like you're just not yeah. accurate about it. So yeah, ah. So you you touched on the strategy loss, uh, yeah. uh, drafting loss. You guys have had to go through the lower bracket every single time, correct? Every yeah. single final you've appeared at, you've had to go through the lower bracket. You've never been the team seated in and gets to watch the lower bracket final. Uh, how much of a difference do you think that I mean you already talked about Berlin, but do you do you feel like like give me like a percent? Like how how much better would it be for you guys to be in an upper bracket finals? If you if you guys go know. into TI upper bracket finals, are you like ten percent more confident that you're gonna win? It's hard to say because the benefit of it is that you're warmed up. Yeah. And you get to like you really get to get better through that run. Um, so it's hard to say. It's not. It's not so straightforward. Let's say. Okay. Because there are also benefits from going to the, through the lower bracket. Because I think genuinely, you learn a lot about yourself, your team, the weaknesses before you get into the finals and stuff like that. So it's hard to say. That part is uh, a little bit shittier. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, if I sound as salty, guys, I'm not really. I'm just on one, and we're on a podcast, so I want to be <laughs> more entertaining and more. I, I'll say like if you're a part of the community that says these dumbass things, I don't, I don't blame you at all because I do the same shit when it comes to the NBA. Like I, I don't fucking know shit about basketball, like the sport itself. I watch it, of course, but I don't know the intricacies of like how fucking defense works and to that level. And I still am willing to type on my, uh, I have a NBA only Reddit account, and I'm fucking more than down to type some hot takes. Uh, so you know, say whatever the fuck you want. At the end of the day, I don't give a shit that much. It's just I'll blame me. you because I'm not dumb enough to do that shit that William does. So yeah, so <laughs> I have no. I'm just saying, like, have some awareness of that too. Because when I type in the NBA shit, I'm fully aware that I don't know fucking shit. So some of you guys that are like overly confident about that, you know. <sighs> I talked but, yeah. to uh, you guys. Finished up the finals, and then three of your players ended up uh, going straight from there to the airport. I, I know because uh, we had the, the same flight together. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I ended up hanging out with Aiden pretty much the whole time for our flight from Riyadh to uh, Dubai. And uh, he, I could definitely tell he was down, but he did a, I think he did a really good job of trying to keep his own spirits up. He, he hung out with me, talked. He asked me how they, he, we, he pretty much just asked me questions. And I just talked mm -hmm. about, you know, my experience, talent stuff, all that sort of thing. Um, but I, I remember one note, uh, and I'm going to guess he, uh, some of this is your influence. He talked a lot. The limited he talked about himself was he talked a lot about how he wanted to be thankful for 
the opportunities and the experiences that he has and try not to be so negative. Is this uh is this a uh, character development that's uh, recent or is this I think something he's other always players, had? I would take some credit, but I think with Aiden specifically, he's always been pretty good about that. Sure. Yeah. Maybe sometimes I'll remind him, but for the most part, he's his own guy. And, you know, I thought I actually hadn't talked to him until he called me uh, while I was on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> so I went on vacation with uh, with a lot of Dota people, yeah, all friends, by Quinn, the way. Crit, uh, Nanti, Sheep. Dumb yeah, all together. dating rumor shit is just dumb. Uh, you know, no, ain't nobody dating anybody. Just stop being annoying. Stop being parasocial and trying to guess or anything like that. Just being weird. Uh, so, anyways, um, actually, I'll say this: the only thing that genuinely bothers me, like, really gets me going, is when people speculate about Boxy's situation, because that feels personal. All the Dota stuff, and like. I, I'm having fun with it. If you only listen to the first half where I'm complaining about the community, I don't really care. It's like you're fucking right to like complain about me and say that I'm a shit coach. That's like 100% fair. You know, you can read into those moments that you get because you know you're not given full access to our team, so you're gonna make some assumptions. All good. You know, like that's fair. Uh, it's my own fault for how I presented things, anyways. So I'm not actually that mad. But the boxy stuff genuinely frustrates me. And similarly, like speculating on people's like personal lives and stuff like that it's just kind of weird and cringe uh with that being said we went on vacation one of the nights i did a cocktail omakase which is like a guy makes you a bunch of cocktails based on like your taste preferences and mm -hmm. you just get drunk because you have like a bunch of drinks so um i'm with some friends and uh i get i'm pretty drunk at this point i've had six cocktails and he also gives you like shots of stuff to kind of like try things. So I must have had like six cocktails, maybe uh, if I had to eyeball it, like four extra shots on top of that, like full cocktails. Um, and then we did a round of tequila after that too. So I'm pretty hammered at this point. I'm so hammered that there's a video that one of my friends took of me like hiding under the table and just like, <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I was fucking drunk. It sounds like and some then, William shit. Yeah. I get a call from Aiden and I'm really confused because we hadn't texted or anything. I just wanted to give him some space because I know he, he wasn't super happy about the loss. So I, I get a call from Aiden and he's like, what's up, dude? And I was like, hey, man, it's, it's like pretty late at night. He's just like, where are you? And I was like, I'm at like kind of a bar. I'm pretty drunk right now. He's like, I'm drunk too. And then he just uh, insulted my private bits and... <laughs> And we just had a funny time, and I told him I loved him, and he told me he loved me too, and then we hung up. Very nice. we, it was like a ten-minute conversation. I don't want to repeat the, the sure, other sure. intimate details of it, but you know, it was just a nice talk. And he just said, "I, I told him I appreciate him in my life. He told me he appreciates me in his life." And then we hung up. Very nice. How? What else do you do for your vacation? Um, let's see. Uh, so we went. And it, we did a lot, actually. It was quite a fun vacation. Like, um, First day we got there, we had Indian food, which was really fun. And then we got a drink at a cocktail bar. Um, and then Sheep decided to order milk from a McDonald's, which was fucking okay. unhinged. Have you ever heard of that? Somebody doing that? No. That's fucking disgusting, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I Sheep has done a good job uh, spreading out her 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 tastes uh, when it comes to food. But Have I you was ever there heard when she was working beyond the summit and fucking. I don't. I remember there was like it was something like tacos or something like that, and she was like, "I don't eat that." And I was just like, "What? What the fuck do you mean?" Yeah. Uh. We had Indian food that wasn't spicy, and she was like, "This is so fucking spicy." I was like, "Oh my yeah. god, yeah. I fucking hate white people." Um, no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Uh, but she was just, yeah, she. I think she enjoyed it for the most part. Then we split up. We did our own things that day. Then we went to like, we went to some arcade after, where Kritao was getting fucking worked at the arcade by non-gamers. Let me just say, let me just throw that one out there. Uh, I fucking smashed everybody at Mario Kart. I 2 would Just, course, just saying. Yeah. Uh, also, Jack came on our vacation for the first two days. So <laughs> Jack was yeah, flying. I mean, Jack, Jack just finds a way, you know. He, Jack he was fucking flying. Finds a way. Jack was flying from Riyadh to New to London to New York. And then on the first, like, he's like, "Should I just come to London with you guys?" I was like, "I'm not sure." And he's like, "All right, fucking, I'm gonna come." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and then uh, you just stayed at our place. Uh, of course he asked, and he asked me if it was cool, and I said, yeah, yeah it's yeah. all good. But just funny situation. So then... That, that's not... He, he, he fucking latched himself onto our last London vacation. <laughs> he did, he did. <laughs> um, and then we had a, just a bunch of food. Uh, highlight of the trip was we saw Hamilton as a group. Oh, nice. Um, Hamilton was incredible. Really, uh, I could I, every time I look over because like Quinn really wanted to see Hamilton. I don't know if people know, but he he fucking loves Hamilton. Mm-hmm. He was like enraptured, you know, like edge of his seat, like fucking just could not take his eyes off the thing. Yeah. Uh, but truly incredible, like uh, really really cool. Um, and yeah, then we just got drunk a lot, hung out with some friends, like yeah, it was super fun. Uh, I really liked everybody. It was my first time seeing. I don't even know how that like particular five people got together, including myself. But I kind of just did. People were like, "Oh, I would go." And I was like, "Oh, I'd go too." It's like, "Uh, sure." Then it was super fun. They were easy to live with. Uh, yeah, nobody was weird. Everybody was cool. Super fun. Would do it again. Thanks. What's the uh? So what's the plan leading up to TI? Because you guys have some, uh, you guys have some time off. Though there is going to be some tournaments uh, between now and then. But I assume um, you guys are taking it easy, kind of no matter what your participation is. I think we'll start grinding again in about a week, and then we'll kind of see from there. So we'll grind in a week, and then we'll kind of figure out where to go from there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just uh, also we saw the Barbie film and Oppenheimer. Both were quite oh, yeah. good. I enjoyed yeah. those. Yeah, I only saw Barbie, but I did enjoy uh, it quite a bit. Watch Oppenheimer in IMAX would be my only suggestion. Hmm. Okay, I may or may not happen because I don't think that's. Well, I'll ask her, but I don't. I don't think it's really Ellie's kind of movie. Um, I would. I would really highly recommend watching it in IMAX. I think it's a really cool film. Actually, like really highly recommended. Okay. So, yeah, that's uh, I think that covers pretty much everything that I wanted to talk about that I had. 
I guess we're gonna do another one of these post DI. Yeah, you guys do well there. Hopefully, you make yeah. another finals. Honestly, if we don't, that's life. Maybe this is where we finally falter. But if it is, that's mm -hmm. life. We've had a good year. Well, from my understanding from Joey, you guys are uh, currently holding up the Liquid Org. So <laughs> apparently, the other uh, the other teams aren't doing so hot right now. Bro, we trying so fucking hard. <laughs> apparently, also, apparently wait. your your guys' Valorant team just bombed out. So L, uh, yeah. I want to make predictions real fast. Okay. Let's see. Upcoming TI quals. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay out all my C like all my qualifier teams. Oh, okay? okay, okay, okay. Okay, from Southeast Asia, I think it will be. I think Blacklist will go through. Blacklist. Okay, yeah, that's my spicy take. I think Blacklist will go through. I I think that is actually a pretty good take because I don't think Bleed is gonna make it through. And execration, I mean, at this point in time, you if you're from Southeast Asia, you better hope it's blacklist because execration yeah. has never done well on land. So yeah. uh, you, you better just hope blacklist does it this time. So I'll from agree with China, that. I think it's Aster. You think it's Aster? I think it's Aster. Damn, you just holding on to some mail. I don't know. It feels like, you know, there's a little bit of... I don't know. I I, I think Sumail's a little frustrated. That's the oh, that's I the vibe I'm getting. No, I think it's Aster. I think it's Aster. Okay. You okay. don't you don't believe in Somnus gone? Maybe, but I think it's Aster. I'm going Azure Ray. Locked okay, in. okay, cool, cool. Um, from from Eastern Europe. Okay. Here's where I'm gonna really throw out a spicy take. Okay. okay? I think it's gonna be Namiga Gaming. Really? Okay, with Malarine. Okay. All right. Why? I think I just think they've got the juice. Mm. Okay. I think I I I think Malarine's pretty good. I I legitimately don't know many of their other players. I haven't covered Eastern Europe in quite some time. Yeah. So uh, Roger, that's all I know. He's an unknown player. Um. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Western Europe. Okay, I'm going to save that for last. South America. I think yeah. it's Thunder Awaken. Yeah, that's pretty uh, easy. Yeah, and I think it's most likely Infinity. No real spice there. I could oh, yeah, see they get X double. Infinity also potentially. But I think it would be Thunder Awakens and Infinity, if I had to guess. I think that Lumiere guy is actually a really solid player. Okay. Okay. Then we go to North America. Now, I feel like Noun should get through. Sure, sure. Yeah. And I feel like this if they don't get through this year, like something really fucked up. Yeah. But my yeah. real spicy take is that Wildcard figures it out and Earth Spirit and Willow just got buffed and Tiger could just go <laughs> absolutely fucking hamcakes. I, I, I do think, feel like you're a little biased. Yeah, I do I do think you're I gonna think, be back in Tiger no matter what. I think he's the best player in this qualifier, if I'm just honest, in any sure. uh and I think he could do it. But I think it's most likely nouns. It's okay. like for uh, me, I'm so staying on nouns on that one. Cool. Now, Western Europe, my spicy takes. Mm. Actually, they're not that spicy. I think it will be. I think it should be quest for almost certain. I think okay. I would. Well, I would uh, like... What do you What do you think about their their pickup of Toby? Yeah, it's like fine. you. You just that's totally fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No change Toby, to that team. Yeah, Toby will be fine. Um, I think their team is really good, so it'll be chill. And then I think 
I don't know. I really like OG. I really like Seb as a guy, but I I feel like I just kind of feel like Secret might do it. Oh, okay. That's okay. my real spicy take. Really? I, just, I think it might be Quest and Secret. What's the? Were you, is that just full faith in Secret, or do you feel like? OG, it's kind of weird with the. I mean, these teams are making some some player changeups, right? You've got Seb Kitrak, yeah. OG. You've got Entity picking up Gabby. Um, I don't know about the others. Uh, I guess Nigma have uh, Mikey now, mm-hmm. Yuma. So I don't know. I just I'm seeing it. You know, I'm seeing the stars. I mean, you did say that they were an underrated team at Riyadh. They did make it through both play-ins and the group stage, right? And then they yeah. got into playoffs in lower bracket. They lost to Nine Pandas, which, who mm-hmm. was a pretty good team. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think that's unreasonable. What about you? Quest and Secret? I mean, I'll definitely go Quest. Uh... uh I do, yeah. I mean, I kind of agree in some ways that OG and Entity feel like relatively unknown units. And I did think Secret was okay at Riyadh. And Riyadh was a pretty stacked tournament. Uh, I'll join you on that one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Puppy's going to do it again. That man can't miss. Jose, you know, he won't miss a fucking TI. Real spicy. Never mind. All right, that was all of them. That was all the reason. That was. Okay. Is there anything else you wanted to cover? No. Or anything you had it. to ask? No, I think that was it. Okay. okay. All right, then. That's good. Good luck at TI. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Don't, don't get second again. <laughs> don't do it.